0: Today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Well, it had been widely rumored that this was going to happen. In order to make
1: America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President
0: of the United States. And there is a lot to talk about with the future of Donald Trump, the GOP and the next election cycle, and the U.S. midterms. They're not quite decided yet. So we have asked Elliot Tepper, Emeritus Professor of Political Science with Carleton University, to help us sort it all out. Good morning, sir.
1: Good morning, Shona.
0: <laughs> there is a lot to try to unpack here. I mean, I've heard speculation across the board about what Trump's announcement really mean, means, rather than he's just grifting Uh, by announcing a run, that he wants to raise money, but not necessarily actually run for president again, Um, that he's absolutely serious about it, that the GOP has dumped him, that he's going to act as a a spoiler for the Republicans, uh, and that he'll be indicted before the election is underway. What is your take?
1: That's all possible. (laughs) Uh, He has actually filed uh, to become a candidate. So I think the idea that he's filing and then going to stop Uh, Is not too likely, although one never knows about uh, politics in the U.S. The announcement really is startling in more than one way, or at least uh, interesting in more than one way. It's very, very early to be announcing for president. Uh, It's much earlier in the cycle than has ever happened before. The fact that he's coming off a loss rather than a win and still decided to go ahead and announce is in itself interesting. That is, he thought he would have the wind in his sails because the midterm elections were going to really break in his direction, and he could claim credit for the victories when there aren't <laughs> victories. Uh, so that uh, he's decided to go ahead anyway. I think on this very show, two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, uh, we discussed why would he do it, and I suggested at that time. And would we'll repeat today. There's two good solid reasons for it. First of all, to scare off potential competitors. Uh, and to throw down the gauntlet to those who might go ahead anyway and try to take on this uh, this powerful leader of the party, the, the uh, challengers were gathering even then. Ron DeSantis was doing well. There are others who are saying we're going to run against you. Uh, so I think he's saying, "Okay, I'm the big dog here. So if you want to if you want to take a shot at me, I'm officially announcing now." The second reason is he's got numerous legal cases pending against him, the possibility that this will give him an extra shield against prosecution, I think is high on his mind.
0: But is that accurate? (laughs) (laughs) It
1: it does create an extra conundrum for those who now want to go after an official candidate for president, as opposed to an ex-president. Just citing somebody in the the media here, no former president has been charged with a crime in U.S. history. So this is, uh, it would be extraordinary to go ahead, but they might. In the case of the Department of Justice, there are are two or three possible cases pending. Of course, they haven't announced any of them as yet, but uh, Mar-a-Lago is certainly a possibility, something coming out of the assault on the U.S. Capitol where he may be charged with insurrection, Uh, that's also possible. Now the pressure is on to say to the Department of Justice, you have to appoint a special counsel, because after all, you're the political appointee of the sitting president, and now you've got an opponent running against him, so you can't be involved in the Department of Justice. And that would kick the can down the road very nicely for Mr. Trump. Um, Perhaps he could string it out enough to actually become president, and all those charges would go away. So he's got a lot riding on on entering the race now. Uh, the question is, how is it going to be receive, uh, received by the party and by the public?
0: Why do I have a feeling that a lot of people in the GOP were drinking a lot of Pepto-Bismol after <laughs> the announcement?
1: Yes. Um, the Murdoch Empire, the publishing empire, among others, have clearly turned against Donald Trump. They control Uh, all kinds of uh, outlets, including Fox News, including uh, a a tabloid in New York, but also the very august Wall Street Journal. The Wall Street Journal has just come out and called Mr. Trump a loser, and some other very colorful language, a Trumpy-dumpty and so forth. So the, the media may, Republican hardcore media may have turned against him. They're looking to Ron DeSantis now as the next big, shiny new thing. Uh the uh, Georgia race is still in, up in the air with Herschel Walker, who did get named in this announcement, the only direct campaign intervention uh, in this announcement. Herschel Walker may not even want Donald Trump to come and campaign with him because, you know, you get into Georgia and in politics and you, there's very high stakes and this could be a, a drag on the ticket. So there's a lot going on here. But I, I've been very struck by how the other media, kind of the left-center media, has been handling this, or the regular media, or media mainstream, saying, look, uh, and I'll pass this on, you can't count out Donald Trump. We've counted him out over and over again, and he just keeps coming back. I uh, call him Teflon Don. Uh, nothing seems to catch up with him, no matter what, even an insurrection, uh, the Me Too movement, et cetera. Uh, and then... Ten minutes later, more or less, after he announces, they're saying, oh, that was so dull, low energy. So they continue to underestimate the potential, potential that he has to mobilize the Republican base, to electrify it based on teleprompter Trump. You know, he was being presidential when he he announced his candidacy officially. But once he's on the stump, that will go away, and he will be the most colorful politician in American politics.
0: Well, you know, teleprompter Trump is one thing, but even in the announcement last night, and I I think the speech was about an hour long or so, but uh, there were a number of boldface errors in that. He said ISIS was defeated in three weeks, that he brought in money from China, something no other president has done. That's not true. Uh, That the economy has tanked since he left office, and yet the U.S. unemployment rate is about half of what it was during his term. Yes, and
1: actually the list, goes on quite a bit longer than that uh one thing his announcement will do is make money for fact checkers there's going to be an industry now that comes back uh fully to life yes he he said things you know that i filled up the oil reserves of in the u.s and now it's been drained by biden that isn't true none of them so there's a lot of but people have forgiven all that remember repeatedly in the past uh the question now is is the party ready to move on or not? And the losses, because of his uh, personal choices on candidates, the losses that the Republican Party just just, uh, suffered, keeping in mind that the victories, he went on and saying, what do you mean losses? Just about everybody I backed won, and he gave a percentage, 98% or some such, all of which is true, except most of those were in totally uncontested areas. They were going to win no matter who they were. In all the contested areas, his people did lose. And in particular, uh, which I don't think has gotten enough attention, the attorneys general in state after state that he backed, the people who would oversee his next attempt to overthrow the government, if you want to put it in that way, they all lost. And they lost by bigger margins than the top of the ticket. So America has turned out to say, no, we want our electoral process uh, we can't have this kind of deniers taking over the electoral process. So the American election uh, we just went through really was a stress test. The Democrats were supposed to lose big and they didn't. And Donald Trump is carrying the can for that at the minute. But he is a formidable campaigner with a real control over the Republican base. And that's where we are today.
0: Well, we only have about a minute left, but I did want to mention this. Uh, I think that a lot of lessons have been learned from the Trump era in terms of how much air you're going to give him in any room. He he takes all of it anyway. But, I mean, even Fox News dumped out of his speech early.
1: Yeah, they went back to it after a while. Um, the whole soul-searching inside the Republican Party is, is can we afford to have Donald Trump again, or can we afford not to have him again, because he is such a formidable uh, force with our base that he turns out the base, but at the same time, now he's tagged with with the slogan of being a loser, and we have to look forward, not backwards, and the conundrum for the party now is what to do about Donald Trump, and he's made it official.
0: Yeah. He certainly has. Uh, and uh, no doubt we'll be talking about this again a few times over the next couple of years, anyway. Elliot, thank you so much for your time. I oh, always appreciate it. Well. Elliot Tepper is Emeritus Professor of Political Science with Carleton University. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.